0: that is so yoga nidra is the most accessible form of meditation and so the thing is with with yoga generally people think of yoga and they think of these poses and people bending them into yes but that's just one aspect of it so there's actually there's eight different parts to yoga yes
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Imogen, welcome to my podcast. Um, I spoke to you last week, and uh, this is called Minding My Business. And um, I speak to random people. I speak about what they do. I, I like to know stuff, and uh, this is again me here trying to know stuff about you from you. A lot of things. So, welcome to my show, Imogen, and uh, thank you for taking out time. Ten o'clock in the morning. Your part of the world and um, so today what we are going to discuss is i will not keep you f- for long you know i don't like to hear bore my audience so you know 20 to 30 minutes simple discussions i want to you know go through what do you what do you understand by self care your your uh, Your definition of how do you build uh, confidence, exploring motivation. And then probably the last segment, which uh, I would like to discuss about is the significance, which often I think now people have started realizing, but I I would like to discuss the significance of yoga in our lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, a good meaty discussion to get into. (laughs) What would you like to focus on first?
1: Yes. Yes
0: what would you like to focus on first so i would like to actually
1: start from self care and building self confidence so i would like to first know your thoughts and what do you actually define self care as first you know and how do how do you go about uh, you know what are your uh, what is your take in like you know having when when i say i i take i am taking uh, i am doing something about my self care you know when someone says this what does he or she mean? You know, so I would like to know your thoughts on this. You know, what is this about from your point of view?
0: Yeah. So I think for me, self-care is about listening to what you really need and acting on it. So I think for a lot of us, our mind is really busy and it goes chat, chat, chat. And it tells us, oh, you need to be doing, doing, doing all the time, all the time. And like, just constantly like um, on the go. And then, that makes it hard sometimes to listen to a little quieter voice that I call like your intuition or your wise mind or kind of the part of you that um, is maybe a bit more timeless and a bit more like um, it's less bothered you know it's kind of like it's fine nothing matters you can slow down you can chill out so I think of self-care as when people have had a little nudge from that part of themselves and they think oh okay hang on i need to do this thing and it will look completely different for different people so yoga is not going to be for everyone for some people it might be going for a walk going for a run having a chat with a friend um taking a, a day off work like maybe they need to just pause for a moment it can be different on different days for for different people but i i do think that it's part of sort of really listening to what you need rather than what you want. Sometimes what you want to do and what you need to do are a bit like.
1: (laughs) I mean, I mean, a lot of times, um, you know, what we want comes in between of what we need and what we want is not actually what we need. uh, Yeah, it was a very nice sentence to say. But yes, I mean, um, this is something which uh, I would like to know from you also, you know, how did you go about to, you know, discover all this and you know just to go back probably when how did you you know when did it start for you you know you know when did you actually realize that okay you know this is something which now because of course when you are here you are able to give tips to someone probably you would have gone through yourself you know back in time so I would like to know how did it all start from your end you know how did the self-care in your life how did it begin
0: yeah so I think The first time I actually got introduced to yoga was when I was at university. My friends started teaching a class there. And at university, I was like socializing a lot. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was really busy working. Um, So I was kind of burning the candle at both ends quite a lot. And before I went to university, I'd I'd kind of gone through a bit of a breakup and it, it was a little bit messy. So I was quite heartbroken. I was in quite like a low mood. Um, And I just found when I went to yoga, there was something about it that helped me to feel really calm. So I actually, I did it not as regularly as now, but I kind of, that was like my introduction to it. And then when I came back to my hometown, sort of in the holidays, sometimes I'd go to a a yoga studio there. Um, But that was really just like the first process. I kind of had to reach rock bottom, I think, before I was like, okay, I need to start looking at this, and and sometimes you'll have to reach that point. For me, I had to reach that point a couple of times and really feel two. like <laughs>
1: reached that point to hit rock bottom before you probably discover yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there's a there's that the poet Rumi has a quote that says, um, "The what the wound is the place where the light enters." so sometimes people yes. will find that like in their darkest moment when it's been like the the worst thing that's happened that's when that the wisdom will come and be like okay something needs to change what oh, is it i'm ready yes. <laughs> yeah. yes yeah so
1: exactly. it was probably it was probably then when you when you started um uh, exploring yoga as well or was it like uh you know was it all together or yoga was a process of yoga was an outcome of what do you say yoga was the byproduct of you know, when you start this process of self care, yoga is a byproduct. Like it just comes comes along.
0: It was it was very gradual. So I think that was sort of my first taste of it. And then I still definitely wasn't done like basically not taking care of myself. <laughs> I was like carried yes. on with partying loads. I go to festivals and get, you know, um drinking and doing drugs and all these things. Um and there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I've worked with people who um use drugs and I, you know, I have friends and it's yes, of it, course, yeah. Of but but it was just the way that I was doing it, it was really damaging my health and my mental health um so for me it wasn't good but then over time when I so I finished university um and then I like went straight into work and I was kind of like work 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 um and then I started going to a regular yoga class and then over time I found that that was giving me more energy it was making me sort of pause a little bit more and kind of get these I I kind of think of it almost as like downloads of like moments when you're like oh okay that's what I need to do next and it started to make me feel because I felt stronger in my body as well I felt more confident to um, make different decisions and start kind of taking a bit more ownership of like my life basically because I tend to be quite like I want to please other people all the time, and this is like what lots of us want to do, right? I think I mean this
1: is also this requires a lot of courage also from the person doing it because often you know to acknowledge what's going wrong again yeah. it requires a lot of um, courage and again uh, you know to point finger at yourself you know and yeah. say that dude this is another way I think this is something which. Again, you know, I, I often when people come out and say that, uh, you know, when when they say that uh, I have been through this and, you know, when people share the story, I always feel like, you know, how how were they able to, you know, firstly, realize that this was a problem, you know, acknowledging that problem first. Okay, you shouldn't call it a problem also. I don't think you should call it a problem. Acknowledging that, um, acknowledging that thing and then uh, taking care of it, you know. Taking
0: exactly. care of it. Yeah. exactly. And I like that you said yeah. like, like, I mean, you said about it not being a problem. Um, I think that's really important, the words that we use, because sometimes it's just something that was working for you for a while is now not working.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a wrong choice of word though. But you know what I wanted to say is acknowledging what has what what you're going through and then uh, working walking through it, probably, you know, different people will have different processes but i think more or less you know you know i i can relate to you also more or less you know i have spoken to a lot of people i mean what you are saying as well i mean that is there's no correct path at the end of the day there is no correct path but yeah i mean you know there are few roads which are common you know which you must take i think yeah i mean this is where um, Yoga and probably, again, something which I believe which is not taken seriously is called meditation, which is something which um, which I have done very less. But the times when I have done, I, I personally feel um, it actually cleanses your... Uh, you know, the exercise which you gave for sleeping, I would actually call it a sleep meditation because yeah. that is, again, you know, that's something which... You know, if you are able to delete everything for twenty minutes from your head, you yes. have almost done the job.
0: Exactly. have almost fact,
1: succeeded.
0: that is so. Yoga nidra is the most accessible form of meditation. And so the thing is, with with yoga, generally, people think of yoga and they think of these poses and people bending them into. Yes. But that's just one aspect of it. So there's actually there's eight different parts to yoga and meditation is one of like the key ones and actually the the poses were actually just created originally to get you ready to sit for meditation so yeah sometimes people think oh no I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible but actually like that's actually a very yeah
1: I mean I think you know otherwise I mean like you know like most of the people in the world you know in a in a, there was this survey and most of the people in the world as per that particular survey they considered the people as unfit so you know you can't say that people who are fat or big or you know obese they, i think they'll have to figure out their own way about how they do it you know there's no there's no right or wrong but yes yes i i i, I agree that uh, you know you don't have to be flexible enough to do yoga i mean it will flex eventually it like... it's
0: all up here really yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um but
0: it's, it's all connected so and, and a key part as well of yoga is the breath so that is like massive the, the breath is basically the bridge between the body and the mind which i don't like separating the two because i think they are all interconnected but when you bring attention to your breath and you learn techniques of how to change it you can really shift like your your state you can really calm yourself down you can energize yourself if you need to energize yourself as well um so yeah I think that's that's a huge part of it and in fact a lot of the clients that I work with them breath practice mm-hmm. is like a big big shift for them massive but a lot of the time it is just finding whatever it is that that helps you slow down quiet down the mind so that you can get some clarity and kind of feel less like
1: Ah. (laughs) And uh, do you like, I mean, uh, do you you also feel surprised when you see the lack of, uh, okay, not now, probably it was there a few years back, do you feel surprised when uh, there is a lack of uh, awareness still, I don't think yet, but lack of awareness in general uh, population regarding yoga yet, I mean, I think it is time you know yeah people have now started doing it all over the world i mean again in the country i come from yes we do a lot of yoga but i still think i still think you know people are not getting it as in getting it as in they are not uh, able to understand the significance what yoga could do you know we all know that yoga is good you know all that but you know people are not deep diving into the fact that that could actually change your life because you know it could actually cure diabetes you know it could actually reduce it you know i'm not saying zero but it could get your uh, sugar down it could get your blood pressure down you know there are proofs i mean there's no there's no medical proof people have done it and they have they have uh, managed to i mean lose weight there is higher concentration and people have increased stamina so i mean do you still think that uh, not 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 many people in the world still you know are aware about this or do you think like we have reached you know much more places than we were before yes of course we have but you know what is your take on that
0: yeah i think it's starting to but but well as far as i can see in terms of like in england because it's so hard because there's so many different places and i've only got a limited knowledge really of like where things are are, are doing you know what's happening where because the world in some ways is, is still still big and there's lots of places I don't know about but in the uk um like if someone goes to the doctor about their mental health really they're still just offered either talking therapy or mm. prescription medication and then, like i haven't want? heard of yeah. anything alternative being offered yet really Maybe. other than actually a like when i went When I was working as a support worker for young people in Bristol and I took a young person to the GP because she was feeling suicidal, she was feeling quite low mood and he was great. He was a younger guy and he said, have you tried these meditation apps? And, you know, he was thinking outside the box and saying, you know, you need to stay active. But the thing is, is what we don't have is then someone kind of helping that person to stay accountable to that or kind of that there's no like walking side by side someone whilst they make the changes they're just kind of like oh this is what you need to try and then there's not much follow-up I, mean,
1: with that. I, I have also personally felt because you know when when uh, there are cases of mental illness you know the the the, the, the person person concerned they are like very normal people. They're doing their job perfectly. Probably they're having a great life as well at home. So, I mean, you're telling me that one tablet will actually cure, what, what, cure something which even you cannot see. So that is something, you know, I mean, it could be anyone like. So, yeah, this is something where, um, you know, yoga and meditation comes in because, you know, again, you know, a problem which again uh, wrong word. If there is a if there is something going on in my head, I think it's only me at the end of the day who can sort it out. Yes, mm-hmm. there, there could be assistance from others, but I don't think a tablet will make me think a certain way where I'll feel better. It could it could make my heartbeat you know a little low. It could make you know that's it. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think even now, probably we are, we are, I think, better now, probably before, than before. But yeah, I mean, treating uh, treating cases like these need to be done in a different way. I think this is uh, yoga and meditation. I think, I think, you know, this whole family, I call the yoga meditation family, you know, the whole yeah, yeah. package, you know. I think this uh, is something which I personally feel should be should be a must, you know, just to start with because you know, at the end of the day, you know, the person concerned has to himself or herself do that by themselves, you know, it's it's not something I can do for you you know, I could just stand with you, but you know, you'll have to walk your own way, so yeah, I mean, I I, I agree on that part, I mean there has, there are still, you know you could, you cannot find you know, proper uh, diagnosis for this, you know and I don't think there is any proper diagnosis. Also, there is no proper diagnosis. Again, you know, this is not uh, this is not like a, you as you say it's not a prescribed problem. You know, it's not like no. you know. It's so,
0: not. It's the wrong question. What what people are what people tend to kind of internalize is oh, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? What's wrong with me? But actually, it's more of a case of being curious and kind and thinking what happened what what happened to me and actually it's self inquiry and as you said there's certain things that help you do that and actually for some people you know prescription medication can be useful for a time and talking therapy can definitely be useful but it needs to be a mix of things like for me in my journey and I think it's ongoing always as a human being like self-development then I I've done talking therapy I've done like this voice kind of singing shouting stuff i've i've tried all sorts now so it's it's never just one thing but often there's something that helps you to feel a bit braver and feel more courageous and confident to try those new things and to kind of feel uncomfortable because that's it mostly we're very uncomfortable with our emotions and so then no. we suppress them and then that's what then leads to us feeling really weighed down and sort of disconnected, because we've kind of shoved everything down somewhere um, and are just keeping busy and being like, oh, no, later, yeah. I'll do that later. <laughs> um,
1: so, Imogen, um, I, imagine, uh, I uh, would like to know what would you what do you, you know, what do you mean when you say exploring motivation for self-care? You know, what I would like to know, what do you mean by it? Again, you know, we all know the meaning of the sentence, but I would like to know, you know, what do you mean when, you know, and what is the process, say, you know, which you do yourself? Because again, you can only speak for yourself, of course. You cannot speak for everyone. So I would like to know what you mean and what you do for exploring motivation for self care, you know, because we're talking about self care, but at the end of the day, you know, this is something which leads to self care you know, this is the road to self-care, so that's why I ask.
0: Yeah, exactly, and so for me, um, it's checking in with, because it's really easy to give yourself a list of like, oh, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, and it coming from a real pushing place, and being like, oh, well, like, you're you're not going to be doing you're not going to have a good day if you haven't done this and like I've been through that whole process of having like a big morning routine that I've set up for myself and then like if I haven't done it I'm like oh no like it's going to be a terrible day and got really overly attached to stuff so it can your kind of self-care can also yeah. go that way where you get obsessed with it and that it's yes. it's not healthy yes. so, but for me my self-care I just check in and and ask myself, is this coming from a place of love? Like, is this? Am I being loving towards myself with like the choice that I'm I'm wanting to make here? Because if it's coming from a place of like, oh, you sh- should do this, or it's coming from that sort of expectation, then I'm going to come into my day feeling pressured and feeling burr, and not actually like the opposite of what self care should sort of bring for you. So. Um, the motivation part for me is being able to show up and kind of almost be for other people and like in my work and my family like those interactions when I'm when I've taken the time for myself my interactions with other people is just completely different completely different and and it's beautiful and you feel more connected and you know you have better conversations um you feel like things kind of evolve and grow more and you feel kind of just it sounds very cliche and yoga but you feel connected with like the universe and everything that's going on you feel in a state of flow and things just work Whereas if it's the other way, if I'm doing things like, oh, I need to do this because I should do it, and that's going to make me feel then better, then it's not
1: really serving the purpose. Yeah, I mean, no, it's everything
0: feels heavy it's just then.
1: Routine, yeah, it's just routine. Yes, it's of course. I mean, again, there's no, there's no definition. There's no, there's no right way or wrong way. I mean, it is how you do it. So yeah. imagine, um, of course, I mean, we have been talking about yoga without talking about yoga. So. You run. Um, I would like to because uh, for again, people who are watching, I would like you to tell us about your 16-week yoga and coaching program, so that probably they could also hit you up. And yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: what? yeah, of course, yeah, sure. Um, so my 16-week program that I run with people is it's holistic. So there is yoga, there is meditation, um, there is breath work and journaling as well. We do kind of writing exercises and coaching. So so I'm basically there. There's a step-by-step process and people will try lots of different things and I'm there with them to guide them through it And um, because, you know, four months, it basically, if you have a certain way of being or thinking that you've been doing for like over 10 years, it takes at least 12 weeks to make a shift and make a change. So I was really? like, okay, yeah, I want to make sure yeah. that... Of I'm course, yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. I mean, I'm 30 now to change everything which I've been doing for the last 30 years, yes. Yeah, yeah. 12 weeks is a minimum. I agree, I agree, I agree.
0: Exactly. Because it's hard, it's hard. It's hard, and stuff, it's hard, stuff comes yeah. up Because there's a reason that you've been doing things that way. And I then mean, I've been wanting to do stuff way.
1: for, I mean, I've been wanting to, you know, there are a few stuff which I feel like doing, you know, like okay today I'm gonna go and finish my 20,000 steps you know or it just doesn't happen every day you know like it doesn't like I mean I try my best oh no I'm not gonna have carbs for this week and I'm just having carbs the whole week you know so yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's hard it's hard.
0: It is hard and and it's about going a little bit deeper and kind of seeing what that's about and seeing why those decisions are happening and what that means for you and for everyone it's completely different so that's why having someone there with you to really bounce ideas around for 4 months is just absolutely transformational because because we don't we don't have that space that we set aside really to to like go deep on that stuff so if you set that intention of like right this is how i want things to be this is how things are at the moment And I just would like to have a space where I can explore that and see why those things are the way they are. And what we do in the program is we work through each of the chakras and each of the chakras has, I basically think of it as like a map of like understanding what it is to be human. And we might have certain wounds and certain things that happened in our past that we kind of are holding heavy in in certain areas. And through the exploration and self-reflection exercises, that becomes apparent. And then there's also meditations that help you really be with that and, and allow, allow that part of yourself to be seen and heard instead of shut away and thought, oh, no, that's that's not good. We'll just ignore that part of myself.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, imagine we are coming to an end to our podcast, but before we end it, I would like your last words on how has, you know, how has yoga changed your life? Give me your answer in a few sentences.
0: Wow. How has it changed my life? I think it's helped me to have faith um, and really understand what love means as well, like unconditional love and feeling like any person on the, on the street is, is amazing. Like, Every human out there and every, you know, there's, there's like this beautiful light in all of us. And if you can recognize it in yourself, you're able, you're better able to see it in others. And then when you see it in them, they start to
1: see
0: it in themselves as well. And it's just like, wow, (laughs) it's amazing. And I get a lot of
1: patience as well. I think uh, this is something which I don't know, people often tell me, which I sort of agree that, I mean, the amount of patience, which, again, patience cannot be learned. I think it is a habit which, you know, you just you either have or you don't have to have it. I think you need to cultivate patience. And I think yoga is something which helps you cultivate that. And, yeah, Memojan, I think we have kind of come to an end to our podcast. And uh, thank you so much, again. Thank you so much for taking out time your precious morning time. You know, nobody wants to come in the morning and do a podcast, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you like this half-an-hour session. And uh, again, on a personal touch, I will talk to you personally. I will just press the stop.